0: to the Social Distancing Podcast. I'm Grayson. I'm Vinny. And with us today is our special guest, Nick. Oh, oh. special guest. I like that. Very special. Hi, praise. Welcome special to Special guest for a special day, Tuesday.
1: Welcome to my final showing on the podcast. I'm going to die.
0: Vinny is uh, unwell.
1: It's been a rough two days. Day two, I'm already ready to throw in the towel. Not going well oh.
2: for me on my end. So much changes every 24 hours. Right now, it could just be a headache, but
0: like you really might be dead tomorrow night. I mean, he could have the corona, and we wouldn't know until uh, I don't uh, play play basketball, so I can't tell you. Because uh, oh, yeah, we don't have any testing, so you know.
1: Perfect. Anyways, we should talk about Nick for a second to introduce the audience to him.
0: Yeah, Nick, tell us a bit about yourself.
2: Uh, well, I know both of you two from a past life that we both were just catching up on. That was like legitimately seven or eight years ago. Uh, and, and what is that life? I don't know how much into your personal lives you guys get on these things. He's talking about I, staples,
1: folks. Yeah, very reoccurring.
2: Open. That's open. We can talk about that. Oh for yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, Staples. You yeah, know? we fixed we fixed computers together and Look, the, sold the people- protection and warranty plans together.
0: The people want to know, and this is a uh, valuable information.
2: Yeah, so that was like what 2010, 2011, whole different life ago, and then yeah,
0: literally a decade.
2: Yeah, seriously, right? And then I ran into Vinny like two years ago, maybe at like Wegmans in Burlington, Massachusetts. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, and here and here we are. Yeah. Yeah, and then a lot of Twitter DMs back and forth, and two years later, I'm finally on the show. So amazing,
1: amazing how that works.
0: It's
2: amazing how life works.
1: Nick, what so do you Nick, do? Oh, there you go, go. Go, Grayson.
0: Oh, I was going to say. So Nick, we've been uh, talking about how we've been working remotely. Uh are you currently working remotely as well? Uh, I am working remotely indefinitely. Oh, cool. Welcome to the
1: party. So, uh, yeah. It is a great club.
2: What do you do, is Nick? It? Uh I am so I do financial planning for a large tech company. Wow. Um not 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 like one of the exciting ones like Google or financial Facebook or anything. Yeah, I, I so I don't know how detailed your audience likes to get on like, or how on the weeds you want to get on that, but uh, so what you want to get. Okay. Well, if you get bored, you tell me when to stop because it's not the most Well, I think it's exciting basically. Uh, so we have, we sell uh, software that is related to cybersecurity and essentially my job is to resource plan where and how we should invest the budgets and people that we have so for a quick dirty example it's pretty cliche but if we we see a lot of uh, instances in like the northwest and a lot of opportunity to sell two-factor authentication in the northwest i'll say we should move resources from the southeast where we're not selling anything and put them in the northwest so uh, i do that and then um, i've been doing that for a couple years now but uh part of a larger conglomerate which i won't get into but
0: and, uh, and has your work been influenced at all by uh, working from home or the coronavirus?
2: Yeah, so I mean, in two ways really. One, from like a personal level. The second that this started spreading here, they kicked this all out to the point where, I mean, I'm someone who doesn't like working from home. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'll fully admit I'm less productive. I need to be in um, a social setting I need to have my nice monitors. I need to have a a good internet connection and not have to VPN and take forever to download larger files. So I personally don't like working from home, but I'll do it to not be that guy that spreads it or that carries it. Um, but in terms of like the actual business, I'm to, to be quite honest, this working from home thing is great for us. Um, we sell security and two factor authentication, and when you suddenly have all these unprepared businesses around the world that typically don't want their employees working home, that want them in the office, and suddenly they have to keep the lights on, so they have to send everyone home, but they still have to work. Well, suddenly that means you're selling a lot of two, uh, two-factor licenses, um, and to be quite honest, it's, it sounds cynical, but it's been great for us.
0: So you would say you've profited off of the coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that yet. <laughs> um,
2: I, I would not say that, but I, we like to help our customers, if I'm going to give you the tagline. Ah, uh, very eloquent. We're, we're we're protecting our customers from the
0: threat risks that they face. Very well put. Uh, do you think your social life has been impacted at all, or are you uh, not much of a of a going out type of person?
2: I mean, so, okay, so, like, the people that are, like, going out to bars in Southie last weekend, yeah, that's not my scene really, right? Um, I'm still going to get frustrated with people who aren't taking this seriously, but I wouldn't have been doing that either way, to be totally honest. Um, that being said, yeah, I mean, in terms of gatherings with friends or um, romantic dates and things like that, it's, yeah, there's no way around it, right? I mean, it's one thing to... Uh, I mean, a typical night out might be for me. It might be a couple of drinks at a local pub, and then you just come back into an apartment and just hang out. But now it's like, what are we gonna do? Like, go for a walk at the park? Like, it's 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 kind of been a. Uh, I mean, like we were joking about earlier, so much changes in 24 hours. But you go from having plans one weekend to just being like, well, I guess I'm gonna watch Goodfellas again this weekend, and maybe my buddy Nate will come over, and maybe it'll just be me on Friday night. But it's, it. yeah, I don't think, I mean, people are joking about being like, oh, my social life is going to be the same. Like, I don't think that's the case for almost anyone unless you truly just do nothing but sit in your apartment, which more power to you if that's if that's your life. But absolutely.
0: I know for, uh, for Vinny and I's part, we actually did go out uh, to a bar with our, our friend Derek, uh, you know, friend of the pod, member of the pod. Friend of the pod. All right. <laughs> Uh, and we actually went out. Uh, what was it? One or two nights before this whole curfew blew up and mm-hmm. uh, everything closed. So, uh, not and that. Not to say so that do you the, feel attacked by my
2: statement. Then is no, that what you're no, no, saying?
0: Not to say that that's a typical occurrence. In fact, to emphasize the point, we actually hadn't really seen each other or gone out or done anything uh, for like weeks before that. So. Um, we also would probably fall into the same boat of uh, not really having our social lives too badly impacted by the isolation uh, The only thing really that has been damaged is of course of uh, any psyche Any comments my mind on your psyche? Over
1: here. Losing my mind.
0: What did you yell at today?
1: Myself. I made some pretty uh, amateur mistakes today. We're going really? alone at home. Yeah. Yeah. What'd De- you do? Didn't De- eat properly, you know?
0: You haven't eaten properly.
1: No, I haven't. I only I'm the, the same man. I had vegetables last night, if that helps, but not today. Didn't have enough water I mean, today.
0: Look, that's vegetables last night is better than most people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're
2: are. gonna all end up like getting scurvy oh, after God. a couple weeks.
0: And, well, um, I, I've have uh, uh, I've made a habit of uh, promoting my favorite uh, eat fresh solution meal kit uh, answer, which is Hello Fresh. I mean Blue Apron. Um, so I will always be getting my vegetables as long as they are still delivering me. I was going to say
2: know, there's, boxes. There's been no service interruption for that kind of stuff, has there? Because it hasn't.
0: You... It's a very oh. fixed supply chain, so like there's not really much uh, volatility in the in the demand.
2: Yeah, but sh- so that's a good point though, right? Because I was just going to make a joke about, well, I would like to be eating vegetables if I could get some at the grocery store, right? But every- I mean, I'm sure you guys have talked about this by now, but with everyone hoarding everything, which is ridiculous because the supply chains are still intact for most exactly. distribution.
0: Yeah. And uh, especially with uh, meal kit delivery services like Blue Apron, HelloFresh, uh, Sun Basket, etc. Uh, I think that they have contracts with local providers. So, so okay so it's all an, fixed they, yeah they have a they have a portion of the product set aside mm-hmm. every week interesting so, yeah
2: i wonder if they're if so like you we look at some of the effects of the virus and how it's going to reverberate through other industries like like it's the, kind of we're...
0: it's kind of proving to uh, be a, like a demonstrator of the effectiveness the efficiency of these of these services and mm-hmm. i wonder if it's going to influence a lot of people in the future so, to, yeah,
2: exactly to structure. I think one of the more fascinating conversations around it, not just with the HelloFresh example, but just w- what, when this is over, where how do we go back, right? Are, yeah. Is HelloFresh seeing a ton of new customers? And is this really going to change how we consume just food in general, right? Are we going to be going back to grocery stores? Are we going to go back to the movie right. theaters? You know, yeah. I, again, I don't know if you guys talked about this already, but, you know, if you look at uh, what I think it was Paramount did the other day with putting some of, I think it was The Hunt and a couple other films on streaming. For like you know, like a twenty dollar rental, right? You know, well, the, Pandora's box.
0: Well, the first thing that that happened with that kind of uh, industry was uh, I remember there was a um, a a service or a piece of hardware that could be installed in a, a fairly high price ceiling uh, clientele, but they would install these like basically mini projectors or, or, or large. Projectors you know, normal projectors or small movie projectors, somewhere okay. between the two. Uh, and it would be- basically get installed in your house, and uh, Vinny, you might not remember the name for this product, but I can't at the, at the, to- at the moment, but it was basically this, this bougie product that you would install, and it had this box.
2: So it was like a DRM kind of thing, like it was forcing yeah. you to use it. Okay.
0: Yeah. The box that you had to install that plugged into this high end projector um was basically the equivalency of a movie theater's encryption or whatever. Like it, it was some sort of yeah, DRM. And it was it was for high end clientele, you know, a high high price point on the on the system itself, but it would allow you to see uh theater release films in the comfort of your own mansion, you know. Yeah, we- so Maybe we'll be moving to that kind of like a red box dis- dis- uh, distribution, you know, something like a Netflix where you pay, or, or even like an Amazon, you know, I mean, we get the movies on Amazon, we just get them on digital release when they come yeah. out later. Maybe that will be the de facto standard. Yeah, well,
2: the functionality is all there, right? I mean, you can already rent movies on Prime. You can, you know, they have the the streaming already, but the rental option is there.
0: And what's to stop them from just saying, well, instead of the movie theater, we're going to release these movies for $20 on Amazon. And if you want to see the movie, you buy the movie or you, you know, 24 hour rent the movie the day that it comes out in theaters for 20 bucks on Amazon.
2: I think there's one big counterpoint to that. And that is the second, or maybe two, the, the second that you do that, right? And I, I think this is a smaller impact than- Somebody's than, gonna web rip it immediately. Exactly, exactly, right? So the second that happens, every torrent site has a 4K version of right. whatever film. Now, we can
0: argue about what the actual impact and how many people right. compared to an overall movie audience are actually gonna rip that, but- You know, you they know. say that the people who wouldn't have seen it uh, anyway wouldn't have paid for it anyway or, yeah, or whatever. the classic, yeah. The, the classic, you know, ripo- riposte. You could it. apply that to any piracy conversation. Right. In in this case, I actually would probably tend to side with this side of the um, uh, provide the official means. In this case, in that uh, I would I would personally probably argue that if I had the option to pay twenty dollars to see something uh, on Amazon twenty four hour rental the day that it comes out or to torrent it twenty four hours later, mm-hmm. I would probably torrent it. Okay, so
2: here's a proposal are either of you mcu fans like marvel guys yes vinny are you yeah okay so black widow right that movie is getting delayed almost yeah. certainly i don't know if it's official or not yeah um a film like that is pre-sold to movie theaters all around the world right? right so so you can do it with a film like the hunt or something like that people probably wouldn't have seen but now's a good opportunity hey throw it out for 40 bucks but when you have films where you're B, C, and d tier characters are grossing billion dollars then it's hard to make that back on
0: $20 rentals i just don't think that
2: i think that price is because we're testing this out
0: i think also the, the studios make most of their money on the licensing the the tickets actually aren't even really profitable for the theater
2: yeah that's a good that's a good point i just think if black widow was going to be put
0: on streaming this weekend it would be more than $20 to rent Hmm. interesting point Uh, if it was just me watching it in that case I actually probably would skip it honestly that's I think I don't think I want to pay more than $20 for me personally alone to watch a movie now if I was watching it with friends and we each pitched in I could understand it being more than 20 but that would be a hard sell I think for just a solo watcher yeah I would agree <laughs> um, so uh, Vinny do you have any other uh, topics you'd want to bring up or ask any other day at all you didn't ask
1: me how I, what, what I did today.
0: Yeah, okay, I, I asked you what you yelled at today.
1: Yeah. I didn't yell at anything today.
0: <laughs> you yelled no, at yourself. Vinny screwed up today. I got That's some good happened. news
1: last night when I found out my box and gym was open. So I signed up for a class today.
0: Spreading but the pandemic.
1: I don't care. I'm young. I don't care. So Is it
2: still open today?
1: Still I went today, but I unfortunately did not prepare my body for enough. And afterwards I'm not feeling too hot or feeling too good. Feeling a little worn out, tired.
0: You would say the isolation and, uh, is getting to you? No, I feel are like you, the, the, lack of, of the lack breath. of
1: hydration is getting to me. Do you think you have a dry cough? No, I do not have COVID-19, <laughs> I promise.
0: <laughs> well, there's only one way to be sure. Wait until you get or hospitalized.
2: Vinny, how many people were in
0: your class? Uh, Like 15. That seems okay. like a lot of people to they spread it out. Yeah, they spread us out, you know, social yeah, distancing. You yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You're six feet? Yeah, yeah, you know, every six, every every like every other bag they do it yet, you know, whatever. Okay. Got to wow. work out. I gotta stay. I gotta stay fit so I can go to sleep at night. I gotta unload all this energy, exert all.
0: Pounding those, those eight pound uh, weights at your desk isn't doing it for you no, no more. It is not doing it for me at my
1: couch, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't imagine why. Um, what, what do we have today, Grayson? Oh, uh, my day. Oh, so. Yeah, I mean, my day was pretty average. Uh, I uh, sat at my desk, did some work. Uh, I was waiting for my boss to actually, f- you know, check in on me, follow up with some stuff. I actually needed to go over some stuff with him, uh, but he was working on a proposal all day. So I actually didn't get to go over the stuff that I wanted to. And this is kind of one of the symptoms of uh, this whole working remote thing. Uh, he he says to us, to his employees, you know, I'm working on a proposal for an RFP. Um, I'm gonna be doing that and normally, you know, we would be able to go knock knock. Hey, I have an issue Can I like get your ear about this thing for like, you know, maybe two two to five minutes? That's not gonna, you know, ruin his whole day just to do that. But in this case, uh, he you know, we came to him and said Hey, I got a, I got a thing about this. Can we review it? And uh, you know, I, I feel like he's more inclined to say no I'm busy doing this thing and uh, I I don't know really know whether to imply that it's that he wasn't really doing it and he was slacking off or maybe he was at that moment and he was really in on it or whatever. But you know i've I just I would hesitate to say that I've seen him work on a single thing for eight hours continuously and not have a few minutes for us. So that that would be a uh, one of the small influences that. Uh, I've noticed and I don't really know whether to make heads or tails of. But.
2: Does your boss have children by any chance? Yeah, he has one. Okay. Is he like a, a school-aged child? It is a school-aged child. Yeah. The only reason I ask is because I've had very similar interactions with my boss, right? I mean, she's all over the place. i am getting emails from her at 5 a.m. and I'm getting emails from her at 10 o'clock at night. But when I need to ask her something at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, nowhere to be found. And I think that's just the effect of having kids home all the day all time right and it's like you're as as a parent you don't want your kid i mean this is probably the greatest thing ever if you're like 12 years old right but as a parent you don't want your kid in front of the tv playing Fortnite eight
0: hours a day oh man what a heaven that would be though (laughs) yeah right no, I would I would hate that. I actually don't like Fortnite. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs>
2: Swap out whatever game that you that you played when you were that age, right?
0: Right. Minecraft.
2: Yeah. <laughs> still are you as that's a good question. Vinny, are you still a huge Minecraft guy? Okay. Vinny played back in like the alpha. I remember him trying to sell me on it like ten years ago. He's like, it's 20 bucks, but like it's actually 24 dollars because like you have to buy it in euros and there's like a conversion rate.
0: We actually play uh, on a server that we have. Uh, oh, nice. It's been pretty dead lately because everybody, I think, is doing other things or got bored. Yeah, but we do technically have a server with the city.
2: Are you guys like the RTX Minecraft guys now? Like, or are you just. I don't think casually? that's real. We do
0: Bedrock Edition. Okay. With oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, yeah. RTX is out. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't I have I, mean, I, to have, it, an, but... yeah.
0: I have a 2060, so I have an RTX yeah. card, but I I don't know how to access that. Interesting.
2: I mean, it, I just think it's hilarious the idea of playing Minecraft with RTX, but hey, that community will figure out any or will, will dream up anything.
0: I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you've seen the uh, the tech demos for it, it's, oh, it's uh, insane. It, it definitely proves it. I mean, Yeah. It's legit. I mean, there's so
2: few games that really take advantage of RTX right now that you need something like Minecraft just to be like, look, you guys aren't thinking big enough. Think of a game where it's just like you just, your typical block style, right? Or what, everyone knows the Minecraft style. You don't need to explain it. Voxels. Just, yeah, there you go. And just blow your minds with lighting reflections. But at the same time, you kind of need it I mean, I don't want to get super technical here, but you need a kind of a beastly machine to run that at that
0: point. Yeah, especially with the RTX. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, so uh, I would also say the other the only other thing really that happened to me that was interesting today was uh, I made a Blue Apron meal got my uh, my meatballs uh, turkey meatballs and uh, Like a, a teriyaki kind of a sauce with uh, bok choy and carrots pretty pretty tasty um, So I got my veggies uh, Nick. What are you doing for uh, for for meal kits or for for food grocery shopping? What's your what's your kind of routine there?
2: So I have had varying degrees of luck. I'm not a meal kit guy. So I I live by myself, I have my own place. So I find myself, um, and not that I shouldn't try it, but I find myself, um, like I did the trials for the meal kits and I find the portions just don't make sense for how I operate. I'm typically like I go to the grocery store on Monday and then meal meal prep for the week, but it's impossible to do when you go to Wegmans or Shaw's or wherever and proteins are cleared out. So I'm kind of just all over the place. Like uh, yesterday I bought a package of turkey hot dogs. Yeah. never had turkey hot dogs in my life uh, i don't know if i'm gonna like them but i needed something that had protein in it so, so you're still kind of
0: running on the food reserves that you had
2: yeah i there's a lot of like trader joe's frozen foods that are always in my freezer so i've been yeah. going through those but like you can only eat so many trader joe's dumplings and trader joe's like vander and chicken before like it's like okay i need some like, fresh
0: sustenance yeah i would be interested in seeing how long it does take for the uh supply to catch up with the empty shelves currently well it depends right so certain things like
2: i think like something like a frozen food right things that like people are just like like chicken nuggets right take that example if you probably buy chicken nuggets if you have kids they're frozen they're easy to get easy to cook um but like you go to wegman's you won't see a single bag of chicken nuggets because everyone's stocking up on them right so when everything does come back though like we talked about the supply chains and tax so i think you'll probably see just chicken nuggets everywhere it's overflowing or just people aren't buying it anymore um because their freezers will be stocked up with that stuff same thing with like toilet paper right i mean the toilet paper is not going to go bad so toilet paper sales are crazy right now but i don't think they're going to ramp
0: production though probably
2: i i don't know yeah it's a good question right
0: i think i feel like they wouldn't ramp the production they'd probably know that it's just a boom and they would uh keep it steady with the same production they're at
2: yeah, it comes down to how people's buy, buying habits change when this is over.
0: Or how attentive the suppliers are to the uh, boom in demand. And if they think it'll last a long time, then they maybe might ramp up production. Then we have a surplus, and that would be really interesting.
2: Yeah, but does anyone know how long this is going to last? Right, I mean, well, at this point, if you're making toilet paper, if you're running Scott toilet paper, yeah. you're probably we're ramping not in
0: up. An, but we're not actually in an increased usage ratio of toilet paper, so it's just going to be a boom and then a lull.
2: So, yeah, okay. and there's just going
0: to be warehouses full of toilet paper. I feel like this. they know that though, which is why I'm, I th- I would ha- I would assume that they wouldn't ramp production because they probably know that this is a temporary boom. Unless they're trying to meet the uh temporary spike in demand uh created by the lack of stock. So like mm-hmm. maybe they just need to boost a little bit just to fill the stock back up uh, and all those people who stockpiled they're just going to be fucked either way.
2: Yeah. I mean, it brings up an interesting conversation just around manufacturing in general, and that you would think that an efficient manufacturer, I don't know, I'm just going to keep using Scott toilet paper as an example, even though it's been talked about to death, but you would think that they don't really have much headroom, just the way they're set up, right? You would think that to ramp up, they would need to hire, they would need to expand facilities, they would need to, like, you don't operate... A business not at peak efficiency, I guess, would be my point, right? They wouldn't. They would. Sca- they would plan their factories, uh, plan their raw materials. I, I think they can, but I don't think it's as easy as just being like, okay, we're gonna make twenty percent more, unless it's like an overtime thing. Unless yeah, it's just I think money.
0: it would be an overtime thing. Okay,
2: but a lot of yeah. So unless they're already running like around the clock, three shifts kind of manufacturing style, then um, I don't think it's an overnight thing. But yeah, it, it probably might be as easy as we just need to buy more raw materials and. We, uh, raw materials and we need to pay
0: over time. Yeah, well, it's an interesting point. I think we'll see. Uh, it'll make itself evident as we go forward. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts, Vinny or Nick? Uh,
1: my final thought is uh, if you're working from home, uh, be sure to hydrate and eat properly. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't or want or to Hydrate, turn into this mistake. Yeah, hydrate like... or dehydrate. Yes, that is my final thought.
2: Vinny, how is this? Are these health issues like is this brand new today, or is this, this is, coronavirus? This is immediately wide?
1: following my gym class I took.
2: Okay, okay. So yeah, there's a cause and effect. Yes, okay, so there is there's not like really uh,
1: there's I'm not I don't have COVID. I promise. You should have done your prep
0: and your uh, post workout uh, nutrition. I, you know, I didn't. I didn't think about it. You gotta get some of that powder that. uh pipes you up and then oh like the caffeine I would never take that that before
1: class no 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 they
0: they got they got pre they got pre-workout mixed you know drink mixes instead of water it's like the reverse of Gatorade I don't know
1: the reverse of Gatorade
0: yeah it's like pre-workout instead of
1: post yeah
2: it's just caffeine (laughs) almost a lot of it (laughs) (laughs) it'll make you you, uh, I'm just gonna
1: drink water and Pedialyte that is what I'm gonna do do it
0: do it yeah, I've, right.
2: never, uh, I've never found the benefits of Pedialyte, but I'm jealous of people who... who. Uh, I find the benefit the of
1: Pedialyte, it's much better than Gatorade.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. after drinking? Like it will, yeah. it will cure your hangovers? Well, Interesting, cure- okay.
1: I'm a bitch with hangovers, so it doesn't cure me enough. Yeah. yeah. So I don't drink a lot anymore, I don't like hangovers. It's just not you, worth it.
0: It's not. It's really yeah, not. It's that's, that's very true. As you get on in years, it only gets worse. <laughs> oh my yes. God, seriously. And it happens so quickly
2: too, right? When I was yes. 25, I was like, I still got this. And now I'm like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on the pod. Thanks That's for having one me. For the, another one for the books. And uh, hopefully we'll all stay healthy and happy and productive in our society. Hopefully it doesn't get much worse.
2: <laughs> I hope so. It can always get worse.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. On that note, uh, I've been Gray Grayson. I've been Vinny.
2: And I've been special guest, Nick. I really like that special
0: guest. Oh, yeah. Special guest for a special Tuesday. <laughs> Thanks, stay, guys. Sanitized, stay sanitized, my friends. Wash your hands. Bye.
1: You can open it up now, Grayson. it's in 13 seconds.
0: What? Am I the opener?
1: I told you, I'm dying right am now. Am Not yet. He's uh, no, do don't talk just... until you're introduced. I'm dying, so you have to do it. All right, final open. What the fuck? Open the fucking show.
0: I just. Oh, hold on. Sorry, I was trying to think of a good one. All right.
1: Jesus Christ. All right, ready. Ready for
0: fucking do it. I just shut up. Just shut up. I'm getting a clean. I'm getting a clean take. This looks really bad to nick right now. Fuck. It's fine. It's fine. The clean. We'll cut the in post. <laughs>